to pour up what? To, what are we about to pour up today? I got some uh, North Star Merlot. North Star Merlot. So it's gonna be a good one. We did a we did a or a Cabernet on the first episode, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. The first one was Cab. Cab. Now we moving into the Merlot. This boy's fancy. Once again, it's the North Star Merlot. We're gonna give y'all some uh, some information on it. So, <clears throat> for a lot of Merlots that you uh, come into contact with, they mo- they mostly come from Columbia Valley and Washington State. And like when you drink Merlots, you, the taste you kind of get out of them is like a like a black cherry, like a, pl- a plum, kind of a chocolate taste. This specific Merlot, uh, the 2015, and then so it's actually aged for yeah, a minute. Yeah, That's so cool. Most most uh, wine bottles you get at the stores are aged for at least like two years. See, I for didn't like, even know that for like dry reds. They're okay. Like like right around now. The bottles for most of them, unless you, they have older ones, but most of them you look for are going to be, <clears throat> they're going to say like 2019 or 2020-ish. And they do age in barrels, correct? Similar to like a bourbon style? Some, so they'll age them for, uh, I know for this one specifically, they age this one. So they take the, they take those, all those different flavor skins that I just told you from the grapes and they age them over those for like five days. And then they'll age the actual wine, I think 14 and then they'll bottle them and like like for for vintage ones I think they'll bottle them and then uh release the bottle and then they'll rebottle them they they do it a couple different times but they don't age like like super a standard long. yeah like yeah. A, like a bourbon or anything like that it's not like no no years it's only a few days what hints do you get off the the nose on your smell a lot of cherry cherry I can, and, uh, I can smell <clears throat> the blackberry for sure yeah so blackberry is is a lot of like cabernet that makes sense because I can definitely get a hint of blackberry. Mer- Merlot's a little bit like Cabernet's. A, they're both dry, but Merlot has a little bit more of like a fruity okay. kind of taste. We're going to taste up. And then this Merlot. It's definitely dry. It's it's a little bit, but it's a little bit smoother. It doesn't have like a super. It is very smooth, but it is a dry one. And then the, yeah. this is room temperature. No, this, so for Merlot's, you want to chill them to about uh, like 55 degrees, I think it is. See, uh, Paul know all about the wine, everybody. So y'all better tap in with him. This I'm, people always, all my friends talk about. I drink uh, like dry red wines, like an old white bitch. <laughs> hey, nah, because if you was on that, you would drink box wine, dog. Box wine is trash. For real, it, I heard it give you a mad headache. Yeah, because it. <clears throat> I don't think they do the same aging. Cause so with, I know with like like uh, dry reds or reds specifically, you'll see them in darker bottles. And so that's the protection the from the sunlight. Yeah, yeah so I do they, know that. They age differently. That box wine shit is just. It's just, you know. Yeah. And then the plastic, the PCBs and all, or PBC, whatever They're, the fuck it is. Because most of it's cheap, like cheap wine. There's some box wine that's cool if you uh-huh. refrigerate it, but it'll like, the fr- I don't know. What's that? F, uh, the F brand Franska or whatever. For the Francesca or whatever Francesca. the fuck that bullshit is. All your that aunties be drinking that bullshit. That shit is super trash, bro. We not we we gonna fuck with some box wine just because we we, we have to damn near to rate it. Yeah, I got I found a good bo- uh, box wine for Cabernet. It just I feel like it don't get you as now if you buy a box, you know, compared to a standard, what's that like a a fifth bottle? What do you get in a box like in a box? A box is like like three or four bottles. That's damn near lit. I mean, if you really was on a bender, and let's yeah, just say yeah. you was just like, fuck the world. Oh, I did that before. <laughs> That's when I bought the box. I was in that exact can, can we get into like, 
where where Paul was at in his life with box wine on a bender. <clears throat> That part of my life's a blur. <laughs> I was drunk a lot. He said, "Actually, I don't quite remember." I really don't remember. Like, I got, you, I got like like certain areas of my life that's just like I kind of remember what was going on, but like it's like bro, no small bullshit. pieces that are gone. I smoked a lot of weed from like seventeen to probably twenty one, mm-hmm. and I don't remember probably like hard. I have to when I see pictures, I'm literally like, "Damn, I was doing that." I was there. Yeah, dog. Like. Is that a good or bad thing? Like, are you living in, like, you really living your life so you're not really remembering? Or I've, I've had to ask myself that before. Like, maybe if I if I don't remember a lot of shit I was doing, I was truly living in the moment. Yeah, I know a, a lot of times. Like, or was I just uh, fucked up and I forgot what I was doing? I know a lot of times, <laughs> like, forgetting shit is, like, it's supposed to be, like, a trauma response. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to adjust my mic. Sorry. It's because I, like, I don't remember most of my childhood. I don't think most people do. I did read something the other day that said like the hippocampus, which is your memory, you know, component in the brain isn't Mm -hmm. truly developed, I believe, like until you're one year old. So like you couldn't have a memory before one, even if you wanted to. No, I'm talking about I don't remember most shit before I was 14. (laughs) 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 Like but from I barely remember anything because we moved from Fort Wayne to Indianapolis when I was like 13 or, or 12. I barely remember shit from before that. I remember real spotty shit. Like, yeah. I remember shit that I guess, you know, really sticks out when I think about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, when I got a cool-ass outfit for the first time or, like, some boot. You know what I mean? Like, it's got to yeah, be a real prominent. Like, like, my first Xbox, I remember that. And shit, you know, other than that, I don't really know. You know, fights. I remember fights. I remember I hated my wife. <laughs> That's about it. You cages. <laughs> All right, everybody. Paul has all finished his first glass of water. I this always have the, to let people know bro, because it's not normal. It is normal. I don't know. I don't drink wine like that, like we said on the first one. But I feel like that the quantity or the way that this man indulges wines is not normal. And I'm thinking about signing him up for like like a class. I do be having to take like wine tolerance breaks. We, yeah, you mentioned that, but like this is different. I drank that one kind of fast. I thought you were supposed to like sip Merlot. Yeah, but that's if you've never tasted it. You just took a drink. <laughs> he t- like no bullshit. Y'all looked over. This man took like he took a gulp of fucking wine. Listen, he must have had a long. What did you have a long day, brother? Nah, my shit was just boring as fuck. Really, man. Is everybody? I mean, it's getting cold again. The uh, Omarion starting to get, bro. The Omarion going around. You know anybody with that shit? <laughs> Everybody I know is damn near sick, but yeah, niggas. I mean, it's 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 not that bad. I'm not tripping. Niggas will be all right. Put some hair on your chest. I think that they said that thus far no one has died from this variant. That's what I've heard too. From what they say now, this doctor on Rogan was like, uh, that's just because it's too early to know. Yeah, and obviously, but speaking of this whole COVID pandemic and this and that, I had this wild like theory from listening to joe rogan this past week um they were talking about pharmaceutical companies in america now if i'm right i think they said that america and i believe new zealand are the only two countries that promote drugs you know what i'm saying like publicly they push it or they have uh commercials and infomercials and other countries don't i guess they don't feel the need to push the agenda to say like this drug is better than this drug like why would you want a competition with 
I guess you want a competition if you're in that, but like to your people, like you're selling them a drug and making it seem like it's. Yeah, it's. You it's, feel me? <laughs> it's weird because it's just like, but I mean, it, it's weird. But then it gets, at the same time, it's not because we live in America and like I America, think we all, at free this market. Point, we all know that we're all about profits for most shits. And that's where this conversation can go. Is I I try to talk to myself a lot about like where do you draw the line on certain shit. And where is wealth and greed hurting us as humanity? Now, I, you know, we all want to obtain more wealth, but at what price are we paying for our health? And I think this is a big topic to say, like, like I say, I stated on Facebook this week, I don't think big pharmaceutical companies should be allowed to be publicly traded. So I'm stating, like, I don't believe they should have these shareholders who are expecting kickbacks you know what i'm saying like now you've turned something that's supposed to be for us as human beings to take as a for our well-being and you've you know our how much is being compromised and say okay well maybe this drug we're about to release isn't as good as we really expected but we have to make profits people are expecting us to make money and i think that could become a safety issue it's a public health issue and it and i have it pulled up right here on my computer there are multiple lawsuits. I mean, existing, uh, current, or whatever, the, you know, the case, uh, but for billions of dollars from these corporations. And it's like, they're paying these fines, getting slapped on the wrist and stay in business. But if you're a local dude selling dirty bananas to a motherfucker, they'll come lock your ass up and put you out of business. So it's like this lobbyist slash political agenda this is a real scary game that we are all living in. We're playing this game as we speak. And then it's, I mean, like we got the opioid crisis going on right now. Yeah. And that's, it comes directly from Big Pharma. It comes from the Sackler family. It comes from Oxycontin. Like, they were complicit in making the them and the FDA. Like, so, <clears throat> I know for the first lawsuit that the people that made Oxycontin uh, Purdue Pharma got into. I know one of the shady things that they did was the the FDA director that approved the medicine because they were. I was watching something on it yesterday. They were talking about how um, it's basically the time release of the oxycodone makes it non addictive because every other opioid beforehand was addictive. <clears throat> well, that what. What they did was they hired a, a marketing team and they sent them a lot of them to like doctors in West Virginia. This is where this documentary that I was watching was taking place. They were sell, telling these doctors about these uh, the new oxycotton that they were releasing and the technology with the time release. Mm-hmm. And now this is an oxycotton that they're trying to currently release. That they're no, this is this was like this was like earlier two thousands. Like, okay, oh, okay, this this, okay. Yeah, this is when oxycotton first like okay started hitting the market like oxycotton itself. It was the time release, so they were saying that. They had created a new technology mm-hmm, to to keep people from being addicted. So, and even in like in the documentary, one of the doctors was talking about, "I've never ever heard of an opioid that doesn't cause addiction. Unheard of in the history." All the properties say it's addictive. It, yeah, it the way it attaches on the, to your receptors in your brain, like it, it's just an addictive drug. Well, they were they were lying, but what happened was that they. And they are lying about a lot of shit. A whole lot of all shit. of them. Lie. But but people talk about the FDA, FDA and shit, and like they were, and the, all of this is proven. Like these are the cases Facts. already. This is already litigated. The cases are. They had to pay fines. They proved all of this shit in court on paper. They were lying. 
But what they did was the dude that was the director of the FDA at the time, he pushed it through. Well, after he pushed the drug through, just miraculously, a couple years later, he got a a position at Purdue Pharma yeah, for they way more that. money than he was making at the FDA. So, I mean, and pe- that's when people always like, people like to talk about conspiracy theories and shit. I like to think about it like math. Like, if... Number one, we can all, this is not conjecture. They were prosecuted for this. All of this is written down that all of these things happen. So if they're telling these people under the table, like, hey, just lie, push this to doctors around the country, and then that's we got a nice job too. for you on the other side. Yeah, that's exactly what they do. They and give then, the doctors incentives to push their drugs. Like, hey, if you can get X amount of this drug you know, given to your patients, we're willing to give you a trip to Cancun and little incentives, man, where these doctors are all right, you know. And then a lot of times, but a lot, the other part about it is a lot of times the doctors don't even know. Like the doctors are just trusting. They're reading the their medical journals, yeah, they're, they're, which the medical journals are also falsifying information. Yeah, like it's so a full circle of bullshit. So I, and that's why I don't, I don't like, I don't, I don't really want to put like the onus on the doctors because I feel like a lot of them are. Now I don't there think are a lot some of them are up doctors. Yeah, but I think a lot of them are like a lot of them are legit, legit like, like, trying like, to help. This people. is the medicine. This is the research that we have. This is the information that we have. So we're gonna use it. You know what I'm saying? And then they're being lied to, and then it just causes like an epidemic in in America, which in the in the opioid crisis in Florida, they call it the opiate highway. Pretty much people were opening these pain clinics. Yep. And all you have to do, they're opening up everywhere. You can still see a couple of my them. My back hurts. Yeah, my back hurts. Oh, here, well, we can prescribe you some Oxycontin. Go right next they door. Don't, they don't track. Yeah, you can go right next door to the next one. Hey. Yeah, I'm, you can just keep doing just, it because they didn't have a data system. No, they didn't I have did, anything. Yeah. And then so that flooded America and then they would bring it up the highway up to Kentucky, Ohio, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And then the fucked up part about it is they got caught. Indiana. All of this is proven. And then they were fined like $500 million. But they, they had made, just made how much money? They had made hundreds of billion dollars, hundreds of billions of dollars yeah. on this product. So that's, that's a slap shit. on the wrist. And that Purdue Pharma is still... In business, the Sackler family still run like it, it's funny because you watch like I, you can even watch the depositions of the people in the like Robert Sackler. Like, you can watch them in their depositions, and they're just like, "Oh no, I don't recall that. I don't know what you're like." Just being smug and being assholes about it, and it's just like it. It's weird to me. Like I, I've been thinking a lot about this, like how these untrustworthy systems and corporations and all that shit are like they're really like ruining relationships between everyday people and like mm-hmm. like I'm t- on not not to mention all the people that they've explicitly killed through like the opioid crisis like explicitly or killed with just the the drugs that they've released um, yeah. but then I think Vextra or a part of Pfizer released some drug for arthritis that yeah, killed that 40, 40 to 60,000 yeah. people which but, was more than the Vietnam war and then, but then you have, you have, which I don't think these people are, like, you have well-intentioned people that are like, well, we trust doctors, we trust medicine, and then, like, you have people like us that sound like we're, like, conspiracy theorists. There's no, nothing shit. to conspire against. Like there, you said, everything is documented. My whole factor is why is, there's really no accountability, because if no. you can do all this and still make a profit, like they did, the, uh... The company Bextra that did the arthritis, you know, 
the pill that killed the forty to 60,000 people. They still made money after all the lawsuits, after all the fines. They're still in business, and they still are under Pfizer. And it's like, where's the accountability? If you can kill forty to 60,000 people and no one goes to jail at all, but that's what I say on the low level, they'll be so... You can sell a bad batch of... The dude who sold Mac Miller, the pills that he died from that had fentanyl proclaimed, I think it did have it in it. Yeah, yeah. He's looking at jail time, correct? Yeah. One guy sold pills to one guy who died. He's going to go to prison. But if you kill forty to 60,000 people and you're working for a corporation, they say, uh, they, they push this, this dial around and say, we don't really know who to blame here. Uh, nobody gets blamed. And I think this is a, you can, I, I wanted to, kind of, we don't have to get into this full topic, but we can merge kind of these two together and like keep talking about both of them. But like, this goes into the how, like the, the different types of government, how I was talking about, I believe that we live in kind of like an oligarchy yeah. because it's the people with wealth and power, power. and influences, they're, they're, they're never held, held accountable for anything. Like, and we were talking about that the other day, me and Paul, you know, via text, we were talking like. If you, what do you expect though? When people hold all the power, are they going to lock themselves up? Nah. But who can hold those people accountable is the real question as as citizens that we need to address. But it's us. It is truly us as the voters and as the people. But we can't ever hold these people accountable if we're too busy arguing amongst each other. That is the ignorance that we're portraying against each other. Is we have to stop going hard on each other. And look at who's controlling us. You feel me? Yeah. That's I just that's why I just hate that like like I hear people like they just trust like I feel like a lot of people just trust. Like without mm-hmm. any type of research, they, they say like You're not a scientist, so yeah, how would you know? They're like, Oh, you're a doctor. But then but see the part the pro, or the I problem with that, that is is like, okay, well, I can show you a scientist that is supporting I'm not just bringing pulling shit out of my ass like this is a scientist that says all this information against what you're saying and then they're like no no it, it's disregarded care. as if this guy doesn't have a clue what he's talking about yeah. but he has the same title as the guy you tell me yeah. to listen to so it is and it's so it's like it's weird like there's no and that's why i don't really i don't like to talk about the whole thing because i hate arguing with people because it's like okay you told me to trust the science and there are just as many scientists out there talking about how certain shit is bad as the ones that you're listening to but then whenever i bring up those scientists it's it suddenly don't trust the trust the science thing went out the window for me when they weren't accrediting people with the antibodies that have already had COVID as being protected from getting COVID. I instantly was like, what do you mean? Trust the science. If this person has gotten COVID-19 has antibodies and can prove it on paper and they're not seen as someone that is into basically on the same plateau as someone who's vaccinated I don't. What is there? What is the science? It's just it's just frustrating because I don't even think it's about like science anymore. Have you seen how much money Pfizer has made from the oh, vaccine? I can imagine. I think they said thirty eight billion dollars. I can imagine from the vaccine. Is there for? I mean, but I mean, it's like it's not. Which another like the, the whole shift mass, of wealth, bro. The mass, the mass fucking psychosis thing that they were talking about. That's like, deep. It's this That's is super like super deep. But it's it's here's how I always think of stuff and like I. In crowds, people are easily manipulated and people are stupid. This is a common thing about humans. People like 
You see, you see it in riots. You see it in well, monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, when, and and as a person that's been in a riot, like you, when you're in a large group of people, like you, you can be easily influenced. You're very easily influenced to go with the crowd, and that's just that's our human nature. Like we have certain things that are embedded in our DNA that we just very little people have pushback from what other people are doing. Yeah, and the same like the Capitol, like when they stormed the Capitol, like you have a group of people that are enabling you to do stuff, and you just like you get emboldened. Which if there was like three of y'all. Y'all wouldn't have done that. Did you see Nancy Pelosi's trying to make that like a holiday? Why would you make that a holiday? I don't know. She's weird. But Bruh. but that, anyway, that's, that's like it's it's a whole like it's it's a group think thing, and then it's like and it works. It's it's really smart for people that are like implementing it and making it a thing. It's like okay, we're gonna implement this group think, and for everybody that's not. Like, even if you, like, you can agree a little bit with them, but, like, if you even question it, you, like, they're like, oh, no, don't question it. You're a villain. You're bad. And I'm just like, like, they call people, the perfect example for me is they call people anti-vaxxers. And it's I like, don't want this vaccine. And I'm like, fam, I got every other vaccine. <laughs> like, how Everyone. I like, I got all the rest of them. I like, have what? all of, but then they'll be like, so why do you not want this one? It's like, fam. Because it's, 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 it's weird. The whole thing is shady. The whole thing is weird. And I have other scientists and doctors telling me that it's not good for my body. So why can I not pick and choose which doctors I trust to believe? That is my choice. That'd be like me drinking 50 different brands of bottled water. And then I'd be like, I don't want Dasani. And niggas are like, are you water phobic? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, no, nigga, I just don't want Dasani. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like that's like it's weird. Like it's what okay you, for to you drank every other water. It's like why nigga, would you not drink this? I, I don't understand. Like and that that's the part that I hate. And it's like I've seen this like on a personal level between people that like literally get shitty at you because you don't want to make the same choices that they make. And I feel like at least in my adult life, this is the first time I felt like real actual tension between me yeah, and other people because yeah. I don't want to. Besides do political do. tension, even that like that. It's like, not as bad as the vaccine. Not, it, it was the just vaccine like, tension's nuts. Like people like will really stop fucking with you. Mm -hmm. They'll stop fucking with their family just because I don't want to get. I've seen people tell their own family. I seen a dude no bullshit on Facebook was like, "I'm having Thanksgiving at my house, but for all my family that's not vaccinated, don't even think about stepping foot in my house." And that's I was like, weird. "You're a weirdo." That's but but people like unless you I don't I don't. It, it's it's hard for me to get into other people's minds. How do you mind. tell your grandma she can't come in because she's because because if and me I take a step back and I'm like, in if I if I replace that the vaccine with anything else like any other issue, that's weird. I'm like if I yeah, if, if you, I'm like any nigga that don't got purple hair can't come in my fucking crib. <laughs> like that's weird. All the Oompa Loompas be here. Well, they have orange hair. Now. It's strange. It's like come on, man. It's like you can't disagree with nobody without it being like I don't a see why. Thing. You have to be shit on because you trust your own immune system. Like, I'm sorry that I'm in shape and uh, take care of myself. And I believe that this virus, and then they're like, well, if you get it, you're more likely to spread it. Well, now we see everybody with the vaccine is now getting it, which I hate to bust y'all bubble. But that's, I mean, I, like, once again, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but come on, y'all, like, how do we get on this topic? I don't know. <laughs> I, we said we weren't going to talk about, about this, yeah. but it's so hard not it's to because it's so stupid. Bro. It's, it's so, so dumb. Me and Paul, we've said multiple times, but we're not going to talk about this topic. But come, hard, it's so it's hard like, to avoid it, and I know people want to hear our opinions on it. So this is this is truly how we feel about it. I mean, 
I know a lot of you guys out there feel the same as us, and a lot of people don't don't get it twisted. There was multiple times I told myself like, okay, maybe I should go get vaccinated, and I caught COVID, the Delta, around last July, and I felt pretty bad for a week. I mean, it was up and down, body aches, headache. I'm back. I'm having wine with. I, I trusted my immune system. Now, if it would have went south, that was a choice that I made. And you live with it. I am okay with that. If it would have took me out, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't have been too thrilled about it. I'm not gonna cap. The more people that was on my ass about getting it, the less I wanted to get exactly. it. Like, stop trying I'm, to tell me what I'm to just, do. I'm, but I'm, I'm contrary. Like, motherfuckers started telling me. Like, motherfuckers texting me. I had a a, a chick. Stop, kind of stop fucking with me because of it. Well, I'm just like she called you a, a city rat. Didn't I'm like she? I'm like fam. Like I'm not. My mom be texting me all this shit. My job trying to get me to get it. I'm like the more people that are telling me to do this. Joe thing, Biden like, told you to go get, get it. I'm not listening to the shit that that nigga say. That's the other part. Like he that every week I'm about to start doing this. This is my New Year's resolution. That press release that they released today was calling this the winner of death for the unvaccinated. Yeah, they got every, wild with that. Every week I'm not dead. I'm tweeting them because <laughs> bro, like, cause I'm mad. I'm vaccinated. This but now is they, the winner of death. They're walking it back because it's like, oh, Omicron is not as deadly as that. People haven't died from it. But it's like that's that's that it's fear porn, bro. Because there are some people like we live in an anxious, scared society. Period. Like, and there are some, and, I, and I, that don't make that don't make people stupid. That don't make people ignorant. But it's like you can you can humans when they're in a heightened state of anxiety and stress you can really convince people to do a yeah lot of you're shit. manipulating a lot of people to do shit. and this is a weird part of me because i like to analyze how oh easy yeah, it is. yeah i love it because now this is coming from a nigga who who thinks a dictatorship is a good idea but look, we're look. not gonna touch on that because Paul is nuts. Listen, but like I pay attention. Like ever since I was, he a kid, loves Fidel Castro. I paid attention. <laughs> I paid attention. That's what. He That's should. disrespectful because I'm Cuban. I don't love Fidel Castro. I respect. <laughs> I respect his ability to live. Look, he could he could stray away from the Fidel Castro. I respect his ability to stay alive after niggas been trying to off him for fifty years. I He's agree. dead now, but he I died agree. of his own. Yeah, he did a good job. Yeah, he, he lived. Sorry to cut That's you rough. off. Anyway. <laughs> They like, I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> we got off Fidel Castro, my uh, boy oh, Flip. Talking about like, uh, like I, I, ever since I was a child, the mm-hmm. one I think the weirdest part of I love to study human psychology. Me too, bro. I've been watching videos about Hitler left and right. It's Is weird. that weird? No, because but I, I'm trying I used to, to watch a lot of that why? shit too. Because people, so the thing about people, and I like to understand myself, but to understand, uh, Psychology, you also got to kind of understand sociology because mm-hmm. people in large groups, like we, we act different. When you, it's like, like torture. Mm-hmm. Like people love to say, oh, I wouldn't say this, I wouldn't say this, blah, blah, blah. If I put a nigga in a room with a flickering light bulb and I waterboard him for two weeks, I can get you to do or say pretty much anything. It, but humans have a threshold for certain shit. When you have people locked up in their cribs, feeling anxious, not going to work. You isolate people. You threaten their their livelihood. Their livelihood. And you, but when people are isolated and like they just, you feel these heightened levels of stress. You just like, I'll do whatever to just like get shit back to normal. Mm-hmm. So you give these people this power. Well, and we don't get it twisted. We all want shit to go back to normal. The problem is it's never going back to normal. It's the, not. the thing is, okay, same thing. Perfect example. Same thing with nine eleven. 
they started saying they passed the Patriot Act. TSA was implemented. Security and airports got way tighter, which, okay, for good reason. Yeah. But, like, it's like the the Patriot Act, not for good reason. <laughs> but the the whole implementation of TSA, it's like you scare people and 9-11 was bullshit. You scare, <laughs> you scare people and then. Me and Paul aren't conspiracy theorists. <laughs> but but like you scare these people you scare these people and you can implement laws because they're terrified and they just you you tell motherfuckers hey these middle eastern people just blew up one of the, uh, the world trade center yeah. in our biggest city in the the world's biggest city they just blew it up they can come in here and do whatever we have to tighten down our security nationally and People are terrified. People are still fucking it's fucked up by now. It's the same thing, bro. You can get them to do... Like, with gun control. Here, here, right? Yeah. Well, let's wait for that one. Let's wait. We're going to get into gun control. So, but, like, the same thing with the Patriot Act. Like, I, I compare the Patriot Act to the vaccine mm-hmm. mandates type of shit. Because the... Pa- Listen, this is the problem. This is the other problem with government. I hate politicians, bro. I hate government Paul politicians. Paul hates both I sides. Hate all of and them. so do I. But... Paul so knows I side with one more. You you name something after 9-11, the Patriot Act. Who doesn't want who a red-blooded American doesn't want to be a Patriot? How yeah. would you vote against surprisingly another similar thing with the anti-lynching bill? You put Can names. Can you give people a detail of what the Patriot the Act The Patriot is? Act gives pretty much okay, so the Patriot Act gives the federal government and police forces ability to look into your private information. So now they, they can come in and they can say, you're a suspected terrorist. So this ties into Edward Snowden. He, what they were doing was they were tapping into um, privately owned companies like Verizon, AT&T, Verizon specifically. They were tapping into their phone records. So say the, the NSA... I might get off for no. I'm not going to get off for talking about this because Eric Snowden. They trying to off that nigga right now. Yeah, they, Snowden's still in hiding. For anybody that doesn't know who Eric Snowden, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just look, dude, up, man. I mean, he's known to be an American patriot for basically blowing the whistle on the government on he, this. And and so the NSA, he worked for the NSA. The NSA is the National Security Agency. Edward Snowden. They, they can monitor. They monitor. Uh, national security, pretty much. So they can monitor your phone records. They can monitor your internet usage they can monitor your browsing usage they can monitor whatever they want to which goes back for years for people that don't know these companies hold these records for years that's why i don't think like when niggas do shit and they think that they're not getting caught in this day and age if they really want you they can tap into any type of phone records they can ping your phone they they can get whatever they want to but especially for if they say that you're a suspected terrorist mind you you might not be doing anything which is another name julian assange that i'll lead into after eric snowden so they can look into all your records. Now, mind you, under every single law under our Constitution. Wikipedia? This is, yeah. Yeah. This is illegal as fuck. But they scare people so bad to say, hey, there might be terrorists out here. So we need to have unrestricted access to everything that you guys have. The problem is, and this historically, you give people power. You never get the power back. It, no. the, the, the power doesn't. Doesn't come back to where it was. Every catastrophic event, they take something from us. Yeah. Don't ever think they don't. And that's why, like, there's this whole fight between like the government. They'll they'll come. They'll bring Mark Zuckerberg. They'll bring uh, Tim Cook people for depositions because these private companies are fucking Jack Dorsey. 
owner of Twitter. You're allowing them to have the, your information. The, but they they want but so like Apple specifically like they have a really private. Yeah, uh, Apple. System. I give them. A, yeah, they, give and them they props. like they won't they won't allow police to access their records, which is great. Anything like that, but because but like Shout the government, out to Apple. the government actively tries to get these. Mm-hmm. These this power. Twitter is on uh, the government side to the fullest amount, Absolutely. and Facebook. But so this the Patriot Act, as I was saying, is a perfect example of like there's a tragic thing that happened. Which even whether you and I don't really know how you believe any other side of it, but like if you believe that like I could go in for two hours about nine eleven is bullshit. <clears throat> Let's say you do believe 9-11 is realistic. You're stupid. Uh, let's say you do believe it's realistic. I agree. Number one, okay. What the fuck should the federal government have to do? Because mind you, those aren't... These people that did this weren't American citizens. Why do they need access to private American citizen phones, phone records and every other private thing in your yeah, life? Yeah, why would you need to do that to your law-abiding citizens if these to, are people from... Yeah. For 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 terrorists. Yeah. That's and that's domestic a, that's a hot terrorism. word. Well, domestic terrorism is still being brought up to this day. That word is very heavily brought up. Domestic terrorism. They're still trying to get further into our basically personal life. Yeah, they're not they're done. fighting. They're fighting with big tech every day. They're not even close to they want to know everything everyone's doing. So pretty much what Eric Snowden did was he was a part of the NSA. He's a whistleblower. He saw that they were using this technology to spy on American citizens, everyday people, just like for not terrorists, not suspected terrorists. They were absorbing information of everybody. So he was chilling in Hawaii. He, he leaked all of this information. Bored, he, bored, essentially. He starts they, digging they, into files. I, the man's book is amazing. Anybody out there, read his book. So he 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 did this release. And showed all of the shit that was happening and all of the shit that the government was looking at. So pretty much that is considered treason. Oh yeah, it's, it's yeah. treasonous because he was a government agent and he released government secrets. Treason, he, uh, he, which is punishable he, by death. He put the the country. What did they say in uh, in danger? In, in they, danger they, because it, it was information that that uh, foreign entities could use against us. Bullshit. They they want they want Eric Snowden. Edward, He's, is it, it, no, Edward, I keep saying Eric. I did too. Edward. Edward Snowden. Edward Snowden. He's they want him there. somewhere in, I believe, Russia. He's in Russia right now. He yeah. has done podcasts with Joe Rogan for everybody out there. Read his book. Um, listen to his podcast. The story, it's kind of boring. You know what I mean? Because it's a lot you, of... Uh, it's, it's not to me because it's like... For anybody out there that's not into that to this subject, yeah, but it's very, very, very critical information. Yeah. to understand what, how our government works, how our how government, our government is. is sh- yeah, how just, it's always been shysty. And then, but the Eric Snowden part leads right into the Julian Assange part, which because Wikipedia. Eric Snowden, the WikiLeaks part, Julian Assange for people that don't know is a he's, he's a creator of WikiLeaks. He published all of this information that Eric Snowden released. And has published a lot of other information since then. He's pretty much he he's a he's a, a United I think he's a United citizen or United Kingdom citizen. He's being held as a political prisoner in London, right, and they're trying to extradite speak. him to the United States. And we <laughs> the 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 amount of stuff that people don't know about like political prisoners is crazy because we have a whole Guantanamo Bay. 
full of per- political and it's prisons. very expensive to maintain and people but people don't know about these things like people don't know like people like there's a lot of people out there that are like probably like what the fuck is guantanamo there are people bay? that literally uh stand outside with signs that want to get rid of guantanamo bay but then, that but we don't see, even know about a lot of the people that are in guantanamo bay have not committed crimes they're suspected conspiracy conspiracy to commit terrorism yeah global terrorism they'll but they and the other side of my fucked up brain that endorses dictatorships i'm like this is smart for somebody that's trying to be in power and somebody that's trying to eliminate their political enemies in a quiet way and not rile up their citizens the u.s government don't don't nobody i don't want anybody to get this twisted the u.s government is genius in the way that they conduct their business like oh in yeah. all ways they're, like they're top tier level top, that's why we're the, the superpower of the world because we got some Shaheisty niggas that are the genius, most shiesty niggas yeah, in the world. They are gangsters. Oh, half of me, I'm like, I respect the shiestiness. Like niggas, yeah. niggas is like this is innovative shiestiness to levels that this planet has never seen. Like to you take other grimy. people's criminals on a high level and put them in your own prison, yeah. and to have your citizens not most of your citizens not be any of the wiser. Yeah, who wouldn't want to do like? Oh, like, yeah. niggas, is it's genius. niggas is lit. Niggas is lit. Like it's niggas genius. is like that's what that but that like like I that's the only part I hate. Really, this is the only part I hate. America I hate the 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 wolf and sheep's clothing act. Yeah. We are like we have the most powerful military force in the world. The Navy SEALs is the most highly trained, deadly military force in the world. We are the like grimiest, shystiest, smartest niggas on the planet. Stop coming in press releases talking to people talking about some Oh yeah, we just really care about your food stamps and we like your pronouns. <laughs> like, like y'all niggas is killing niggas, bro. Like y'all niggas are grimy, bro. Like, d- embrace it. Like, be like that's why I like like I like Russia. Vladimir Putin has never shied away from shystiness. He, yeah, like, he's a dog. He he's the the quote unquote president, but then he Vladimir Putin will also be like, yeah, I know he's supposed to have an election this year, but <laughs> for some reason the nigga that was running against me got poisoned. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Guess I'm president again. Guess uh this election's over. <laughs> yeah, talk about he, a true dictator. He'll come out there and be like, yeah, I know I told y'all this is gonna be an election, but for some you reason. You know who's more gangster than him? Who? Kim Jong un. North no. Korea. He don't, he don't have a he that nigga's a psycho. <laughs> that nigga's a he's psychopath. He's just bro. a psychopath. He's a psychopath. Vladimir Putin is a, is a gangster. You know bro. you can't even own a car. Like you cannot. Niggas drive. can't have the same haircut as him. <laughs> That's nuts. And you have to have a picture of his father in your house. But have you heard like like uh, survivors of North Korea? Like their the stories that they're I've about? been watching North Korea documentaries lately. Horrible. And I, it's it's sickening. Honestly, for that, anybody that out there on this that has not looked into how North Korea is living right as we speak, if you don't understand what's going on over there, take a second out your day. Look look up YouTube videos of people. I mean, Listen it's to nuts. Ye- Ye- there's a lady named Yomi Park. She's done oh, plenty of interviews. yeah. She's blowing the whistle heavy. Listen. She's on Joe Rogan, too. Yeah. There's, listen, there's, no, there's zero doubt about it. What's going on in North Korea right now is the biggest humanitarian crisis on Aside the Aside from China. It's worse. I it is worse, worse but China worse. does have Muslims in concentration camps as we speak. They're, uh, they're, what are, what's that shit called? They're and Ernest Cantor loves to talk about Enos it. Can, Enos Freedom. Enos. Penis Freedom. <laughs> My dog Penis Freedom. He be freedom. calling LeBron he out sucks. heavily. <laughs> penis Freedom sucks. But he be calling LeBron he, out. But he, but... We're going to get into a sports talk for five seconds. He on the Celtics, bro. I hate this nigga, bro. Anybody that knows me that's listening to this, I'm a huge Celtics fan. I He's trash. Is it, 
It is Enos, ain't it? It's Enos, yeah. I like Enos. to call him Penis Freedom. He sucks, bro. But his story's fucked up. He's from he's from Turkey. And like his family, their Turkey has a dictator and he spoke out against uh, the Turkish dictator. There was a military. You gotta give him props for his uh, his stand. I mean, I got, res- tur- I got respect for him. What's for going that. on in Turkey is wild. That that was in the past like like five years. They had a military coup and flipped the government in Turkey. And his family all lives over there. And they like his family is like all for the military coup for the government in place. Which supposedly they might just be saying that to be to stay alive. Absolutely. But they like they. He's he's been speaking out against that since he's been in America. They cut him off. They hate him. That's why he changed his last name from Canada Freedom. I hate when niggas change their last he name. He Change their last name to stupid shit. Like Metal World Meta Peace. Meta World Peace. Like nigga, change Ron your last. Test is not a normal person. He's not. But then there was a nigga. In the, there was a nigga that used to play for the Nuggets named World Be Free. Bro, like niggas be changing. Change your name to Johnson or something like something normal. Freeman. Muhammad. Freeman. Nigga, change your name. I don't. I don't care. Muhammad Clark. Ali. Niggas gotta make their last names weird shit, bro. Like Chad Ocho Cinco. Like nigga, make a normal last name. That was just stupid. Niggas is weird. Either way, <clears throat> it's but like they have like the biggest humanitarian crisis going on in the world right now. Like they have North Korea constant starvation, constant torture. Then they're living under like a, that's that's not the type of dictatorship I'm talking. But about. what's that wild is, is nuts. this is 2022. And countries are still, people right now are still living like people were here in the 1600s. We're so insulated in America. Like, we, there are people, Yemen has been having a famine for two years. There's constant civil wars in places like, like Libya, other places, Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran. There's all types of shit going on in the world, but we, like, unless you, like, pay attention to that stuff. and which world I, news. Which I understand people don't pay attention because a lot of this shit is suppressed and like people that that's the depressing thing on like everyday niggas life he's like i don't want to listen to this shit but like it's important to know how i don't think a lot of shit that goes on in america is right but it's important to understand how like far removed we are from true human crises like we're not starving. It's not, We're not as bad here as what people like to make it. Sick. Last year, when all the George Floyd shit was going on, people was like, "I'm worried there's there's gonna be a civil war." All this other stuff. I'm like, nobody here wants like a real civil civil war because people people play video games, they play Call of Duty, they think about all um, these movies and all this shit. They think, listen, <clears throat> let me be the hard one to break it to you. In the first, if, if there was a, a anarchist type of reaction that goes on in America in a in like real civil war type of thing that happened, unfortunately, most of you would die within <laughs> within a month. Oh, it'd be quick. Not even of violence. Most of you would die of starvation. You have no survival skills. No niggas don't even know how to niggas don't even know how to mow the lawn. No. Like we said, half of y'all can't change a tire. Y'all, but in that people, imagine surviving off the land. And that's why, like, even like I, so like a lot of my heroes are like revolutionary heroes. Like I got people like Huey Newton, Marcus Garvey, Garvey. all tattooed on my body. I'm like, but I understand what what real revolution is. So I'm just like, I don't, I don't really pay that shit no mind. I'm like, y'all don't really want that. Like, cause the, like most of us are gonna die. Like, there's gonna be a lot of death. Like, and people think shit is pretty. Like, being a human is not pretty. I'm talking about your infants are going to die. Your kids are going to die. Your grandma's going to be dead. There's a lot of people that, the ugly shit that they don't show on the movies and on the video games, watching your, there are people 
that that happens in war though. In Italy, when when there was the blockade from Russia in the yeah, I forget what they they call it like the the something winter, but there were people that were starving so bad that they ate their children. Yeah, they they say the human mind does some really wild shit when Pe- you're super hungry. People don't people don't understand that. Do you know how hungry nobody? And let me not even ask that because nobody that's sitting here listening to me say this right now. You have zero idea what it's like. I don't have any idea. Either. I don't you have either. zero idea what it's to like be to that be hungry. so hungry that you eat your child. Yeah. Not anybody. You're a small child. You're so hungry and out of your mind that you eat another, not only another human being, but your own offspring. And this is a documented fact. Super documented. Under yeah. the under the under Stalin. And the whole World War II, there are some terrible things that have happened in human history. The human history. mind, they when you're that hungry, they say you become We're barbarian. We're, but but that's what you're we barbaric. are. Barbaric. People ignore that, and people sitting sitting in front of their fucking computers and sit in front of their Xbox playing Fortnite, and they don't they don't realize like. Imagine playing Fortnite and then you hop on Twitter every now and again and you complain about how bad you got it, and then like, you crack what? your bag of Doritos and you drink a Mountain Dew. Bam. It's, but like you, but to, like we said, people are getting rocket launchers shot at them. People are eating their children, kids, dying. starving. People are watching their children. There's people killed. in concentration camps making all the materials that we're buying. People mm-hmm. will stand over here and protest and have all these opinions, and then go to the Walmart, local Walmart, and buy the same clothes that they're protesting against of people here. Those people are slaves in a different country in China as we speak. Oh, yeah, yeah, making yeah, yeah. our cl- like be yeah. more informed, people. Out of sight, another out of sight, so, out of mind. So another know. interesting thing was going on, and we hopping all over the place. Nah, we getting person, it in. We getting it in. These people. This need to is something notice, I just man. recently. I, I just recently learned, and it's so weird to think about. So think about the American fashion market. How people just like you buy shit. Like a lot of people like rich. We we're one of the wealthiest countries in the world. Like people, even like the our poor people, like I want to wear one outfit. I don't want to wear it ever again. Like you think of places like Goodwill, think of places like the Salvation Army, the like the only Macklemore people that lose the people that lose the Super Bowl. All the shirts that they already have printed out. Third world country. They said, well, so the thing is in Sierra Leone, I did not know this. There is a this is where all of our discarded garments go. When I tell you there is a, and there's video of this, there's a gigantic landmass of discarded Western Hemisphere clothes that is, it, it looks like a fuck, bro. It's you crazy. do know Europe is doing the same thing with electronics, correct? It's crazy. They say they're donating old electronics to Africa to help them get technology, and they're dumping all of this shit, and Africa. they are making the same effect. But it, but it's crazy because you look at like you look at this. Isn't that sick, bro? It's it's disgusting. But you, but but you don't until you see it. You don't think about it. you like like I, I've I've had plenty of shit in my career where I got I've had clothes all types of shit. I just throw it away. I'm like I'm not wearing this bullshit. Yeah, throw it away. You but that's out of sight, out of mind. It leaves. You don't think about it no more. It's gone. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? And it ends up in these places where it's like like it's like cities. Sierra Leone's got shit on for a lot of years with the all of with the diamonds, all of Africa. But it's, it's like cities of garbage, yeah, on our planet, yeah. Is and it's not. It's like you see the video of it and you like. We I'm need saying, to. It don't have to be this podcast, but we gotta dig into why Africa just has been shit on for that. Centuries. That that can be a conspiracy theory <laughs> podcast because I got a lot of 
conspiracy theories about that. But it's it's and it's weird. It's just like saying like I'm seeing these fucking African countries that are pretty much landfills, and you see you it's just like it's I, I saw an Indiana Pacers shirt like one of the kids walking uh, around it, and I'm just like that came from here. I'm or like, whatever the case it's, might it's be. It's mind-boggling because it's just like... That touches you, though. You don't, you don't, like, you don't oh, think shit. about shit like that because it's, it's literally like we throw shit away. It's out of sight, out of mind. And you that's how it is it for everybody. You in a trash can. You bag it up. The and dude just, in the truck picks it up and you never see you never it again. never see it again. But, then, but every, it's the same thing like with, with our electronics. It's the same thing with everything that we do. Everything that we are doing right now has an effect somewhere else on the world. Michael Schellenberg or Schellenberger, he was on Joe Rogan and he made the... I, we listen to a lot of Joe Rogan. For everybody out there that doesn't listen to Joe Rogan, you might want to because the dude is an American hero, in my opinion. He's not he, even just him. Like the he he has he has on the get. I, I consider Joe Rogan an American people. hero because the dude I feel like is breaking barriers of information that he's having real people that do real shit come on his show and give real facts. My favorite part about him is he don't, like, I, I was looking at something that was talking about, like, all the different media companies versus how many viewers Joe Rogan has. Like, my favorite, the thing I think about him versus all those other places that they were putting on there, and it sounds like I'm dick riding Joe Rogan and I don't care, but, like, it's like, he, it's not even, like, him speaking most of the time. Like, he'll, it's his guess. he has on experts and he, he'll let them go with it. And yeah. he'll just, like, ask questions. Yeah, he just asks them questions. He, he's not trying to get in his shit. He's not trying to make monologues. He, like he'll make his point time to time. Every now and then, yeah. About shit the, that he knows about. He allows the educated person at the table to discuss the topic. He even let Kanye rant for, like, three hours. That was funny. But it was necessary. He, Everybody yeah. that thinks Kanye West is nuts... He is, but the dude's intelligence level is smart as fuck. Yeah, everybody that's, that's smart as fuck is usually nuts. That's Albert Einstein wore the same outfit every day. Niggas is nuts. Like, you know why? Mm. He said it, it, it was stupid for him to wear different clothes because that took time out of his day that wasn't necessary. He had 20 of the same exact outfit. The only thing about Albert Einstein, I remember I studied, like, I was like, when I was like sixteen, I was nuts. I was high all the time. I was trying all the different shit. I was reading to him. He's talking about how many, how much he slept a day. He's talking about he slept in like four hour intervals, which is smart. Twice a day. You tried it. I did. <laughs> he was, and I'm I'm like, uh, but I'm fourteen. I got school. I'm I'm sixteen actually. I got I got to go to school with you in the morning. And I would I like I tried my hardest to do this four hour interval sleep schedule, bro. And I was feeling like shit. But I was like, this is rough. You got to get through that adjustment phase. I, that's, but that's part of it. But then yeah. after, I, I never kept on with it because I ended up going to the army. <laughs> I was like, They do say it's healthier for the human body, though. Because that's how, that's how we're supposed intervals. to do. Like, I yeah. guess that's how, like... Like long naps. That That's the other thing. Like, the weirdest part about human psychology, people, a lot of people don't understand this either. It's a lot of stuff people don't understand about ourselves. Our, like, we are... As far as our instincts and our minds and our brains and our behaviors go, we're the same as people that existed 5,000 years ago. We haven't evolved, like, physiologically pretty much at all. Like, we're the same. Our technology is evolving at a rapid rate. So, there's this disconnect with, like, imagine, here, here's the way I try to listen, look at it. Imagine, like, humans are a floppy disk. Like physiologically, and niggas trying to put floppy disks inside of a PS Five. <laughs> like, it, like we, it doesn't, it doesn't work. And that's why a lot of people have anxiety too, it, because we're all everything around us 
in our world, especially here in America and like developed countries, everything around us is is changing at such a vast rate that we can't keep up in our lifetimes. I, I, I specifically remember being a kid watching Power and just being like, bro, it'd be mad dope to see a nigga face when you call him. Yeah, you would think that was just merely impossible. In my lifetime, like th- that shit is just it's happening. Or so talk fast. to somebody on your watch. Ha- the internet. There's more information created every one minute than was created in the first like ten thousand years of our existence, which is insane. Think about that. It, and these are numbers that we can't really comprehend. But it's like that's that's why we're fucked up. And it's just like there's so many issues that are arising in the world with everything that we're doing to where like we're starting to like we can't we can't compute all of them because you ever heard the the saying ignorance is bliss yeah i've i said that the other day i wish i was ignorant and the person i said that to asked me what the well, he's like what's that mean and i was like honestly bro the less you know the better because the, the more you know, the more you realize that you don't know. <laughs> the, yeah, the rabbit hole syndrome is... And me and Paul both love to go down rabbit holes. That's why we're such good friends. And me and him off off this podcast talk for hours about so much in-depth shit. Y'all wouldn't even, y'all wouldn't even want to sit in for that. But we... Uh, I mean, we have too much information at this point. To the point where it can be toxic. So you have to sometimes limit yourself to information. Like... Don't sit on your phone and just go ballistic on something and don't let it control you. So what I've had to learn to do is I can uh, go down a rabbit hole, but I don't let it take over my day. You know what I'm saying? Like I might dig into something and I got to put my phone down after so much of the content. You can't let it absorb absorb you because it easily can. You can go down some rabbit holes where you're just completely absorbed. Next thing you know, your whole day is spent researching a... Uh, Locusts. <laughs> yeah, it's I, which are, wait, locusts are interesting. It, but that's what that that's another part that gives me empathy for some people because like I can see how definitely some people see some shit and they're like, "This is mind blowing enough to me." Like I'm just gonna listen to this and I I don't I don't want to see it. some guys I work with. They say I won't watch the news. I don't check my f- I don't have social media. And I used to be like, man, why wouldn't you want to be informed of what's going on? And the older I get, the more I'm like, damn, these dudes kind of got it figured out. Because it's peace. It's like, it's, it's like, very fam, peaceful. Because this time, like, I'm starting to look at a lot of shit and, like, I still, like, I, I, I don't discuss as much shit with, like, most people. I discuss this shit with you, but, like, I, like I, I'll study certain shit, but I'm not going to go out there and be, like, like, argue with people about shit. Like, I'm, I look at it and I'm like, huh, that's weird. This might be, like, I, I consume information. But, like, I don't internalize it because that shit really eats away at peace. Like, that shit will just yeah. tear away at you. You're putting so much it in shit. your library it's of so information, but you're not out there trying to press it on a newspaper. And you'll just stress And there is around. a huge difference. If anybody wants to break that down, yeah. put information in your bank, but you don't have to press it. You don't have to always try to, oh, I know this, I know that. And then you have this vigorous attitude about it just sometimes learn something put it in your bank you you can sit on information we haven't covered <laughs> one of these topics that we said we we covered the big farmer topic and that's the only we haven't covered any of these other ones i mean me and paul we, we're trying to stay on these like topic bases but we can get we can just rant and right. that's why I'll, I, I'll, I'll text him like bro let's just freestyle this podcast because we can this is a, a natural flow of just topics that we can just spin off the top 
And that's why we did this for everybody out there. We we seen something that we have as a gift and we are able to just spin off topics. And I feel like as much as uh, as many different topics as we can touch on, we also are. Inf- I feel like we're informative, man. Like I feel like a lot of people could pick up a lot of good information. We're just sourcing a lot of information that we study or we pick up on. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the the key factor is how much I stopped playing video games. Then we talk about this last night. Not to say I don't play them. Not to say I don't play video games anymore because i still picked the sticks up but like i told paul i said you know to me at this age i'm more interested in cracking a book because it's leading into act like when it comes to activities that aren't really making you progressive as a person not to say what did you say uh it's okay though to distract yourself have fun have fun distract yourself but make everything limited people like Make sure you're still doing stuff out of your like if you're burning a whole day where you really didn't pick up any information to me that's like a wasted day here on this earth. Yeah. Pick something up even if you I told some I told a young man I'm working with right now I said read two pages of a book a day. If you can pick a book up and read two pages a day you've made some type of progress to educate yourself or read an article on Google whatever the case might be. But we def for the last bit of this podcast, we gotta hit on this gun control. <clears throat> Absolutely. We can definitely hit on that. Let's tap in. I think Oh, we gotta take a break real quick. Alright. We took a short little break. We back. And I think the last you said you wanted to go in on the Just gun a control. short blip on gun control. I mean me and Paul have similar views on this. And it was like we go back to earlier about these scare tactics. I think a lot of the times a catastrophic event is utilized against us instead of us actually coming together and mourning as we should and like moving on or moving forward. And I get it. Everybody out there is like, well, we need to make laws that can permit from people doing this. Long story short, people, um, the guns aren't killing anybody. I mean, they... They are, but it's more or less the people. I've had guns for multiple years. Since I've been 18 years old, I'm now 31, and none of my guns have killed anybody. <laughs> yeah, my I'm sorry to break it to you, but the gun is not the issue. It is the person. So we can roll into that a little bit. Yeah, I guess like I, I, was, I was having a conversation with somebody about this um, a couple of days ago, and they were talking about, we were talking about gun control, and the person I was speaking to is more democratic and in the way that they think. But I was telling her, basically, I was like, listen, we can, we can talk about, like, gun control and all this stuff, but, like, America, the gun, most of the gun laws aren't going to change in a drastic way to really change the way people are, are looking at stuff. I look at it less as a gun control issue and more as a mental health issue because what's the common denominator in all of these situations? Like, okay, you can say guns whatever okay so now that we've if we're being realistic and not optimistic and idealistic we can take the the gun part changing off the table like we can talk about it it sounds great but i really think the idealism and optimism in actual real world issues takes time away from actual problem solving like we're not we, we can talk about how shit should be like yeah it should be fucking 
in a, rain, rainbows in an and ideal fucking, world. Everybody should be smiling and nice yeah. to each other all the time. And I, yes, I get that. But like, if we talk about realistic shit, guns aren't going nowhere. No. So, what can we control? What can we kind of, kind of mitigate? So, what's the other common denominator in these situations? This mental health or mentally unstable people. So, since we can't get rid of the guns, what can we do to try to change it? I like, on the contrary, gun education. Teaching young... So, back in the day, a lot of people don't know this. In high school, they actually had a class where they would teach you gun safety. As a high schooler, they would come in, teach you how to properly disassemble a firearm, teach you the proper way to hold a firearm... I think the more you have knowledge about something, a lot of people show their young children, you know how some people are like, I have to uh, leave my guns locked up because my young kids will, you know, if your young kid understands that this is a, a, a fatal object and they understand the way that it works, they nine times out of 10, you've taken that curiosity factor out of it. So I think a lot of people, it needs to be more education about gun usage and gun handling, which... I love to see because guns aren't going to go anywhere. If we banned all guns today, people will still illegally get guns. I don't know if y'all know this, but drugs are illegal in America, right? What's crazy is people still be doing drugs. Don't y'all know that? that that's kind of a wild fact, right? It's, I mean, <laughs> that's you, you hit that motherfucker straight on the head. Like, that. Shit can be, shit can be made, of, but even more than that, like, like we're never gonna make guns illegal. So, like, my whole point, and like, I'm real big. People, people think I hate when people like talk to me like I'm a pessimist or shit like that. Like, I don't believe in optimism. I don't believe in idealism. I don't believe in pessimism. I believe in realism. Realism. I believe that, like, okay, we see, we after we get go through how shit should be, how shit could be, the best version of how shit. You're analyzing it from all like, angles. Okay, all of that shit sounds good. Mm-hmm. So now let's sit down and talk about okay, realistically, how how can we change the issues? Like I can sit around all day and talk about some. Well, <laughs> I can sit around all day and be like, well, we can kick doors and take all American citizens. Yeah, but that's guns. not gonna happen. I'll be like, well, for one, you're gonna have a lot of pushback. So then you're probably gonna create a civil war at some point versus your own government. Which, Which the government knows that, yeah. so they have not done that. Because if they knew that. they could do that, they would have already done it. Tr- be like, that, I, they don't want us to have guns. I, realistically, I hate optimistic people. <laughs> I hate them. Because they'd be like, like, like the nigga, this, I, I don't know if this is a good parallel, but like the niggas, they'd be telling me that like cauliflower wings are the same as boneless bone, bone wings. My face. I'm like, nigga, shut up. I'm like, yeah. these do not taste They're like wings. They're not the, the same. Niggas, they'd be like, this impossible meat tastes just like a Big Mac. I'm like, no, it don't. I'm like, it doesn't. I'm like, why are we lying to you? Why the fuck is niggas trying to make vegetables taste like meat? Like, like just eat meat. Like just you eat obvious, You obviously like the way the meat tastes. Just eat it. Stop trying to trick me. <laughs> Facts. Not only that, I do be feeling bad about the slaughterhouse situation, but yeah, that's fucked up. It's fucked but up. at the same token, like I'm be hungry. We talk about oh, yeah, yeah, yeah we get on that on another anyway, one. But like that's the that's the way I look at it. It's like it's like fam, all of that sounds great, but that's in a not the realistic world. Like in we a perfect world, yeah, in, in a perfect world, world, America was never the biggest gun owning country on the planet. No, beautiful, but kind we are, of. we are. 
It sucks, maybe. When Columbus founded America, did he have a pistol? Don't do that, bro. Did he have a Smith and Wesson? No, no, no. I gotta make this funny for. Did he pull out that thing? Don't do This nigga just said when Columbus founded the. We talk about some other shit. We saving that for the Patreon portion. Yeah, gun control. It's like it's like we gotta. If people really want change, I feel like we gotta come up with realistic solutions. What are That's with anything solutions? to people. If you want change, we have to stop talking about We solutions. have to stop talking about the the rainbow cookie cutter beautiful. You can't thing. go a radical direction. It for like, real change. Like a radical direction for gun control is well, we need to go just take everybody's guns. And, and if you, and if you are going to go a radical direction, you have to fully go in that radical direction and not go half assed. You have to understand what that radical direction takes. It's it's not sweet. It's not knocking on niggas' doors. Being There's like, hey, going to be can bloodshed. I have your guns? There's going to be bloodshed. That's not how that works. If you really want that, there. And now you're pushing violence. communism, and once again a dictator. So Shit. my my thing was more like, as far as this conversation I had with Shorty, I was like, listen, the way I think we should look at it is, we need a stronger mental health. Um, foundation in America. We need more. We need more therapists. We need more diagnosis of people. We need to monitor more people in a in a real genuine way than saying, "Oh, nope, everybody can't have guns." Because, like you said, there. If if a nigga want to kill somebody, I hate to break it to you, whether it's legal or illegal, he's gonna kill motherfuckers. Like if a if a person wants to commit a crime, he's gonna commit that crime, no matter what. So all you're doing by making it more difficult for law-abiding people to get guns is making people less safe. Not to mention, the other problem with gun control is it's, mo- it's not even really a federal issue. It's a state-level issue. Because states, like the gun, the gun control laws... Control their state own state. laws. So, we, so that's another part. It's never going to change. It's like, okay, like New York and New Jersey have... New York, New Jersey, and California have some of the most strict and Illinois. gun laws. And in Illinois, Chicago specifically. Yeah. They have some of the most strict gun laws in in America, but then you got places like Arkansas, or you got places like uh, Arizona, Texas, Indiana, Indiana, pretty lenient. Indiana, us, yeah, we're, very we're lenient. Wisconsin, like places where there are hunters, there are people that are super big. I'm an advocate for. Where was Kyle Rittenhouse from? It's from pretty Wisconsin. lenient there. That that's that. These are these are lenient places. So it's like you can change the shit in certain areas of the country, but you're not gonna change shit in the South. You're not gonna change shit in the Midwest. You're not gonna change shit in any place where people hunt like avidly. They're using guns for happen. a completely different application. It, it, it's like it's like like uh y'all want gun control for stuff that we use to like put food on food our food on our tables and for all the fucking <laughs> I was about to say tree huggers. I hate when people say that. <laughs> uh, for all the motherfuckers that are out there, like oh you shouldn't kill animals at all. The thing about hunting, which a lot of people also don't know, is Hunting is beneficial for a lot of the environment because you let certain animals overpopulate areas, like wolves, for instance, in Colorado. They start overpopulating areas. And Bears they is the same way. Bears, they destroy even deer. The ecosystem, deer too. Like they they will destroy an ecosystem. That's why there's a, there's a 
There's they system, want you to kill these animals. For, there, there's for a certain a amount of reason. tags for people that don't understand hunting. There's a certain amount of tags that you get per year that says the amount of animals you kill. I think people that are that don't understand hunting think that they just go on these just wild go out there sprees and just like, start like killing animals. Going out there killing just dropping them. That's no, you can it's, only kill X amount. And I, yeah. all hunters are very. I feel like I've never met a hunter that was like that didn't go by the law. Yeah, They're yeah. very true to their sport. Yeah, it, but it, it's it, hunting is population control. If you have too many of a population hmm. of one animal, it's going to destroy the ecosystem. Paul doesn't believe in my conspiracy on population control, which, <laughs> which we, we, we will tap in. It will, be, it will be very interesting so when I, we get I just, into that. I just feel like like the whole gun control like issue is just like a it's like it's like a like a moral conversation. It's like a like a dick measuring contest for people that want to see the world be sweeter and. But it's we like, man, all want this precious, like nobody steals purses environment. But let's be real, people. I told Paul when we talked about gun control, control the other night. I said honestly, the more law-abiding citizens that carry firearms, uh, the more safe your environment truly is. So you want more people that have a good head on their shoulders to actually carry firearms. That way, you can protect. They can protect themselves and others from people who are mentally... Maybe, you know, the, there's certain situations where there's nothing that can be done. The guy in Las Vegas, there's nothing that could be done. Surveillance or security should have been, you know, watched. This guy carried in so many suitcases for one individual. That was a ball drop by their security team, which sucks to say, but we Absolutely. learn from these mistakes. And now, hopefully, I guarantee security teams in Las Vegas are watching closely for these types of events. That dude was on some a whole different agenda, but we uh so we're gonna close out with that, and we're going to continue this um on for our Patreon subscribers. The, we're we're gonna get into like this real wild ass conversation, just like go off the rip about some wild shit. Um, if you guys are interested, um, subscribe to our Patreon, and you can get this uh, exclusive content. We we're we're trying to keep this for you know our subscribers where you know we can't we can't put y'all on all the game but if y'all want the extra game you know subscribe to our Patreon and tap in with that and we appreciate everybody for listening to uh, our episode and it's much love. Yeah, we we do appreciate our our normal listeners on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, but you know also for the people that really. Really fuck with us and, and spend going hard a long money way. on us. They, you know, what I'm saying we got to give them a little bit extra. So once again, we want to thank y'all guys for listening in. Um, we appreciate every single person that's listened so far. We excited to keep moving on with this and yeah, thank y'all. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. If you want to hear the rest of this, go over to our Patreon, subscribe, and we gone. Peace.